Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. What is going on everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Meehan. Sean, how is it going? I'm good, Connor. A bit of a peek behind the curtain for everyone. Um, our recording uh, like afternoons... Have have recently become that we have little like meetings and see how we go how we're going in the week and just mm. seeing how, how what we can do to make the show better and I really like it Connor I just wanted and, to let you know that and I ask you how you are but like off mic so does it count if it's off mic I always feel like because we do this every single week that our conversations off mic I'm like save it we'll have it on mic. <laughs> That, oh, we we very rarely discuss anything anymore. It's very surface level until it's, we record. It's mostly it's mostly grunts until the recording happens. Yeah, it's grunts, and I have something to say about that. I'll tell you later. <laughs> So this is Weird News Wednesday, Sean, and um, not only is are we going to be discussing all the strangest news stories, as always, every single week, but... We are here to maybe uh, tell everyone that we also did a Patreon episode last weekend. Um, it came out on Sunday, and it was a movie review. Now, I know this is not Movie Mondays, but maybe just no. to let the people know that we record... What did we review, Sean? So we reviewed uh, the smash hit that everyone loved, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah, and they were extraordinary. They were extraordinary, but the movie was decidedly forgetful. Now... <laughs> We talked through that movie. Um, it was a lot of fun, actually, to record it. And that's up for um, our $5 patrons if you want to listen to that. Now, on the subject of Patreon, um, we are offering as well some Christmas treats. Uh, I have to think of a better name than Christmas treats. It's not um, great. It's not great. Um, it, it's no pelp, put it that way. <laughs> but um, So basically, uh, everyone who is a member of our Patreon, whatever uh, member level you're at, you will be getting a Christmas card from us this year. 
Um, send out your address, your real life address or your email address, whichever you would prefer. Um, so that'll just be a little happy Christmas from the Heroes for Hire. And also, um, all members of our Patreon will be entered into a draw um, where you can win some limited edition, never before released, Heroes for Hire merch. Mm. Yeah, now, it's good merch. Now that- it, it, it's great merch. Now that merch mm. consists of there's one prize of a t-shirt and one prize of a mug. Isn't that correct? Yeah. And I will be releasing what they look like next week. Oh, he's teasing we, again. We folks. will be, we we will be hosting the raffle on the last day of November. So you have um, what day is it now? The eighteenth. So you have twelve days left until um, twelve days till. Advent is what we're Advent. <laughs> So you have 12 days to sign up onto the Patreon, get your name added to the raffle, and be with a chance to win one of those prizes. I will, as I said, next week I'll put up a picture of what the two of them will look like. There's two separate prizes, so you are in, with a better chance of winning. We're not just giving them away in a bundle. So if you don't win one, you might win the other. Exactly, exactly. And it's whatever um, member level you are at, you are in, entered into that draw. And yeah. link is in the description if you want to go check that out. But Sean, enough of the Patreon nonsense, the, the shite talk, the ludicrous nonsense. stuff. Shite talk? Ludicrous? <laughs> I'm here to talk weird news. And we are starting this week with a marriage, a problem in a marriage that can only be called, I mean, it's cliche is a word. You know, lies. Lies can break up a marriage, Sean. They can. They and can. the biggest lie of all is he who smelt it dealt it. Or even, did you do it or did I? But what I start Ooh. with this week, Sean, is... Wife blows thousands on vet bills after husband blames his farts on the dog. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yes. <laughs> What's the fastest way to divorce? This. Is, this is this started out so innocently. Like, there, uh, before you even go into the story... This man, there is a point where he realised he'd have to come clean. <laughs> That's actually how the story goes as well. It builds up to it. There's a moment in this man's life where maybe the first time he gets away with it. And he's like, ah, oh, the fucking dog. Second time, ah, oh, that dog's at it again. Even the third. But once their money, like their money that they've worked for, starts going down in the bank accounts... At that point, he has to ask himself, either I commit fully or I back out. But if I back out, this is going to be bad. (laughs) That's it. And, like, I can't talk her down from... I can't say, let's not get the dog seen to at the vet. Because that's (laughs) worse. Yeah. Oh, it's the dog. He's a smelly fucker. Let's not get him checked, though. Let's do nothing. (laughs) Let's do nothing. That sounds expensive. (laughs) <laughs> so, a wife has revealed how she blew thousands on vet bills after her husband blamed his farts on the dog. The woman said her dog, Jerry, underwent expensive tests after she became concerned about his unbelievable and stinky gas. Maybe she should be concerned for the husband as well. Yeah. The ordeal started a month ago, Sean, when the wife was left horrified by a really disgusting smell during dinner which her husband immediately claimed was caused by the dog. Okay, okay. Now, look, as we just said, at once, not a problem. Just Yeah. But... But, but, what, but what, the longer it goes, yeah. the more suspicious it becomes. Yeah, so how long was it until uh, 
he he pointed the finger of blame again. Well, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna let her tell the story. So she posted this to Reddit. So sharing her story, um, the wife said it's been a stressful few weeks. Sean, we have Oops. a dog. We we have a dog, Jerry. He's an absolute sweetheart, and I love him dearly. A month ago. My husband, Jerry, and I were eating dinner when suddenly I smelled something really disgusting. My husband instantly made a face, so I knew it wasn't just me smelling it. So, so Ooh. far, the acting is on point. Oh, that, that, that man is undercover for the CIA at this point. <laughs> um, I couldn't stand the smell and I left the room. Later, in bed, later that night, my husband told me the dog farted. Fucking hell, he had time to come up with it. <laughs> what the fuck? What? <laughs> he could have avoided the whole thing. He was thinking of that since dinner. Between dinner yeah. and going to bed, he was like, oh, I bet I better come up with some excuse about that smell. Yeah, because it, could, it couldn't be me. That'd be embarrassing. Yeah, I can't just come clean and say Sorry. <laughs> the smell was unbelievable It honestly smelled a little like rotten egg She said I thought it was a one off Because the dog does fart But it's never been this bad Over the next week The smell would come again and again At random times I lit candles I bought incense Nothing worked to get rid of the smell <laughs> Oh he's driving this poor woman insane <laughs> Um, um, yeah, I just the fact that she's buying all the he must come home, like and the house is just full of candles, and he's like, oh no. <laughs> but like, surely the house wouldn't be full of candles, like because surely the smell would only arrive when he was in the house. Mm, suspicious, very suspicious. I think. Yeah. The whole time I thought it was the dog And I said okay I'm taking him to the vet A fart this stinky isn't normal Through all of this My husband kept silent (laughs) But violent (laughs) So but even after The vet recommended a diet change The horrific smells at home continued I was losing my mind And my husband still kept his mouth Shut she said What is wrong with this man's bowels (laughs) No, what is wrong with his bowels? What is wrong with him as a person that he wouldn't just tell her? It yeah, and then maybe go to a doctor yourself, sir. Yeah, because if it smells like ex- rotten eggs every time, every time, not even just a dietary thing, every time, that's something going wrong inside yeah. you. Yeah. The vet was extremely confused and ordered a bunch more tests that cost a lot of money. All the tests showed that the dog was fine. And my anxiety started kicking in. What if there's something wrong with the dog? What if we lose him, she said. Oh, no, she is going through actual trauma with this. <laughs> the, the wife said it was only when she reached breaking point that the truth came out. I had a full-on meltdown about losing Jerry. And then... You have to understand this nonsense has been going on for five weeks. My husband nonchalantly confesses (laughs) that the farts weren't the dog, but were him. (laughs) Oh, I hope. Oh, my God. What a shitbird. (laughs) It would. This, like, this story, I don't think we would cover it. Other than, like, the ludicrous situation this man has gotten himself into by. Like, a lie, a small white lie has just escalated out of control. Yeah, like, he assumed 
that like after getting away with it the first time that that was a legitimate excuse every time this would happen yeah but no 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 sir no. because if your dog is doing that on the regular there is something wrong. I I lost it, and I kicked him out of the house. He went to stay with his friends. I think that was mostly for the smell, to be honest with you. It could um, be. Yeah. Um, it took him to see me having a full-on mental breakdown to tell me the truth. And his mother is on my side. She called him, in no uncertain terms, an idiot. Good. When the mother, Yeah, when your own mother can't defend you. You know uh, you fucked up. The wife said they re- they soon reconciled, but she's still too angry over the whole ordeal. He went to the doctor instead, and he was recommended a diet change as well. Um, th- the Reddit users were shocked by the man's actions, and everyone was just calling him a fucking idiot. But <laughs> the idea that this man... Uh, like, there's a point in this story where he has to make the decision. And at what point... Would that be too far, Sean? Two weeks? As soon as the wife said, I'm going to take him to the vet. Mm. That is when you said, no, look, it's not the dog. It's me. Maybe take me to the vet. There's a moment where the dog and him are just looking at each other. And like, she's like, I got to take him to the vet tomorrow. And he's just looking at the dog. And he just... In his head, it just flashes back to all the time the dog is shatting his shoes or something. He's like, good. (laughs) Take him to the vet. But the dog probably doesn't like the vet. And he's just made man's best friend go to the vet. Which is not good. Nobody wants to go to the doctor. No, no. Like, it's not fun. And dogs get scared. And they get... Mm. This dog apparently went through the ringer with some tests. Oh, serious? They probably tested him for everything. They probably thought they were going to name a disease after him. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just thought we'd start off with this because that is the level of stupidity we're talking here. Like, this man let this go on for over a month. Yeah, that is um, that is not... like. I, look, I understand that's not the kind of thing that would destroy a marriage. I can see that they're together. It would always um, be in your head, though. You would always think, he, that yeah. man can never fart again. <laughs> if she smells one fucking egg in any room, he's getting tackled to the ground with a kung fu kick. And by his mother, probably. <laughs> by his mother, yeah. Um, okay, Sean, we're going to have to move on to, from that story, to possibly my favourite story this week. And there's there's been a, there's a few this week that I quite like, but this one... I mean, this is just classic idiocy because I have man warned by police after shouting wakey wakey while driving up and down the street in Gosport. Is this this is another story of shit houseery, isn't it? Shit houseery of the highest degree, yes. What it reminds me of is we had a story last winter of a man in a car an icy car park playing the Benny Hill theme. And And as people slipped. As people slipped, and this story has the exact same energy. (laughs) Yeah. So, a driver who repeatedly shouted wakey wakey from his car in the early hours has been given a police warning. Hampshire police said it received many complaints about a man and his passengers shouting at the top of their voices in the area. 
The red Nissan Navara driver was also seen turning off his lights and shouting, You can't call the police because you can't see us. <laughs> it's a ghost car. <laughs> oh, oh! <laughs> um, now, correct me if I'm wrong, Connor, but... That was a wear do, car, sorry. That was a wear car, that's, that's fine, on. don't worry about it. But do we have in this story some lads on tour? <laughs> We have we have several men who have decided that shithousery is the name of the game. And so they decided on this one night that they were going to drive up and down this street shouting many things, mostly wakey-wakey, at the people in the houses, and then turned off their lights saying, you can't call the police, you can't see us, which is the old, I can't see you, you can't see me tactic, which worked when you were younger. I don't know if the police go by those rules. No, I think the police are able to see better than most criminals think they are. (laughs) Yeah. Resident Karen O'Brien, who runs a cafe, told the BBC at about uh, 20 to 2 in the morning on Tuesday, uh, she heard somebody on a megaphone shouting, wakey, oh. wakey. <laughs> a megaphone, you said? A megaphone, yes, Sean. That means they had to go out and buy things for this, for this trip. That's true. No one travels with a megaphone just in case. Just in case. It's always brought for purpose, and they clearly thought they were going to do this. Yeah. Um, they did it twice and went up and down the road, she said. Then you could hear different phrases every few minutes, including, and I think these might be the three stupidest things, but also my favourite lines. Um, every few minutes, so they're driving up and down the street. These are a sample of the things that they were shouting. We're the night ninjas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, well, okay, so we know we know their organisation. How, but very hard for a ninja to come out in the day. So aren't all ninjas night ninjas? I would say the most dangerous ninja is one that can operate in the day. Yeah, they're the ones you want to watch out for the most. They just oh, they blend in. They look like they yeah. look like regular people, but they're ninjas. The, the next one I think is better. We the dark nights of sleepy time are here. Very good. Very good. So, so now we know their organisation and their religion. <laughs> Dark nights. And sleep is for losers, <laughs> they're said to have said. And there's their mission statement. <laughs> we got the boys. Like, what if this was a recruitment drive for other night ninjas? That, like, mm. someone would come running out of the house being like, I agree with what you say. And then they're brought to the dojo. The, to the dojo to master the... The alarm clock, not the blade. Not the blade, no. The alarm no. clock and the, what was it, a Nissan Micra or something? And it's a, it was a Nissan, a Nissan Navara. Ah, the Navara. Yes. Class, it's a, classic tool <laughs> of the martial arts. Na, what does Navara start with? N. What does Ninja start with? N. I'm not making the connections here. You guys are. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm a ninja. <laughs> what does Navara rhyme with? Illuminati. I'm just saying. It's all there. They said three phrases. What shape has three sides? Triangle. A cone. (laughs) What wears... Who wears cones? People who are dumb in class. Who's dumb in class? Dark knights or ninjas. (laughs) It's all coming together, people. (laughs) 
<laughs> we're in the looking shit. glass. We're in the looking glass. <laughs> <laughs> so they drive up and down the street, and not only are they shouting "wakey wakey" through the megaphone, then they decide to shout "we're the night ninjas." We're the dark nights of sleepy timer here, and sleep is for losers. Now, I'm not saying sleep is for losers, but if they felt that strongly, was this the battleground to go into? In that everyone that they're presumably talking to is currently a big fan of sleep. They were yeah. trying to sleep, yes. They were trying to sleep, and so to be interrupted, yeah. not to be to be roused from your slumber, not by the gentle call of birds, but by oh no, it's the dark nights. The the aggressive <laughs> <laughs> battle cry of the dark nights of sleepy time. <laughs> There's a kid in this street that a few months from now is going to be tossed and turned. He's sweating. And his mother's going to come in like, What's wrong, Timmy? I'm dreaming of the dark nights of sleepy time again. We had another nightmare. They can't hurt you anymore, Timmy. (laughs) We killed them, Timmy. We killed them. Oh, God. (laughs) Um, They did it twice, as I said. It was pretty loud and it happened a couple of days later and I woke my husband up. I spoke to my son and he heard it once but he couldn't actually see anything out the window. Neither could I because their lights were off. Oh my God. Oh my God, the system works. The system works. Now, they wouldn't be able to see where they're going but you also can't see where they're going either. That's true and if they don't know where they're going legally they can't be held responsible. (laughs) If I don't know what I'm doing, you can't arrest me for the murder. I mean, that is the law. (laughs) (laughs) The police guys are just like kicking stones. Damn it, that is the law. How do you know that? They're trained in the art of law. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Officers eventually caught up with the 21-year-old driver and issued him with a warning. The warning means the driver's car can be seized if he gives residents further unwelcome wake-up calls, (laughs) which is a very niche warning. Yeah, warning in that context, I think, it's it's a polite fuck off, really. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, we're warning you not to drive up, say, wakey-wakey specifically again up and down that street. But I can commit robbery? Well, yes, we'll warn you about that separately. But this warning is for this. This is what we will warn you about at the Mm. minute. (laughs) We're watching you, kid. Am I clear? (laughs) (laughs) What do you think of um, this, I mean, this group of lads, a few boys, a few of the lads down the slip. They just want to have a bit of crack, shot. Are uh, you against them or for them? Connor, look, I'm something of a lad myself. I know, so, I know that about you. That's why I'm coming to you. Yeah, so lads will be lads. But <laughs> that's no excuse to be a dickhead. <laughs> lads will be lads, but it's no excuse to be a dickhead. That's that's my chest tattoo, again. I mean, look, it's as good as any of them, do you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I just love Wakey Wakey, and then they must have said Wakey Wakey, and then they were like, does anyone have any cooler lines? What if we're um, Night Ninjas? Fucking Tom, you've done it again. Fuck, Tom, I knew that, that, <laughs> that yellow belt was the best thing you ever got by. <laughs> <laughs> you think you're going to master the blade anytime soon? Oh, there's years. Okay, well, get there, Tom. You keep going. Oh. Tom, we're not trying to rush you. We're not trying to rush you. <laughs> but we could really use some protection, to be honest with you. The police are probably going to be after us. We are this making a crime. lot of enemies here, Tom. <laughs> 
we need your kung fu. Um, so, Sean, we're going to move on to our next piece of news. And this is a woman who just, she just loves to dance. But she loved to dance a little too much. Because I have woman run over by car while dancing on her back in the middle of a parking lot. Jesus. Yeah. Dancing on her... That's not the shocking part, but dancing on her back? What does that mean? Yeah. Um, a West Windsor woman was run over by a car on Sunday in the parking lot of an apartment complex that is isolated near the intersection of Alexander Road. Everyone's favourite intersection and or road. Very the good. Woman is, the woman is hospitalised and is, and is in stable condition, police said. Just before 5pm, the woman was in the parking lot. Um, police said the woman started the dance. And in the main area, uh, amongst all the vehicles, her husband, who was standing on the sidewalk, decided to capture some of the video on, of her on his cell phone for a laugh. According to police... for the gram? <clears throat> for the gram, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously for the gram. I just assumed. But <laughs> according to police, the woman then decided to lie down. She then continued with her dancing and riding movements while on her back in some sort of, I can only assume, snake situation. Oh, I've, I'm very familiar with the move. Yeah. It's, where, yeah. it's where you coil around a pig and crush it to death. <laughs> Shit, I didn't bring my pig. <laughs> Better just go to the moonwalk. <laughs> You're back up. <laughs> Back up. Like, Tommy, throw me my pig. You don't have it? Okay, reel it back in. Okay, we're going to our next one. Go like an Egyptian. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so, a Trenton resident then drove a 2015 Chevy Impala into the parking lot. The driver's attention was focused on the husband, who began waving and motioning at the driver very wildly. According to police, the driver was so focused on the husband's waving motions that he he didn't see the woman in the middle of the road and ran over her. Presumably the waving motions were to say, stop, you're going to run over someone. A lot of them I would have said, slow down, it's the Team America defence. Of course, of course. Now, yeah. at least it was a car park, is all I'm thinking. Like, he wasn't going very fast. No, that's why she's in stable condition in the hospital. So, we wouldn't be covering this if she died. It's only funny for the so- that whole paragraph where the man is driving into this parking lot and he looks to his right and there's just fucking maniac with a camera on his phone just waving his arms wildly and pointing at something in the distance. And you're just like, what the fuck? Oh no, I've got over somebody. So, oh, they're never going <laughs> to oh. believe this. Oh, lads, I really hope that guy beside me is going to vouch for me. <laughs> Surely he's not emotionally involved in all this. <laughs> um, and the woman who wants to dance that much? I mean, I'm all with a go- I'm all in for a dance standing up. A dance lying down at a parking lot. What is she celebrating? Uh, getting the best space, perhaps. Yeah. No, she she got into like the next triathlon. <laughs> yes, I got my place. <laughs> Better dance. <laughs> I just recovered from spinal surgery. <laughs> Yes, I'm out of the hospital. <laughs> Let's go. I, I think that's exactly the situation. Uh, she's okay, though. That's why we're talking about her, right? Absolutely. She is stable. There is. She's not going to die. So we're just very clear on that. Good, 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 good. 
Yeah, but I like the idea that he's just confused by this woman. And, like, at one point in the driver, he gets out of his car, and, like, he looks at your man, and he's like, why were you waving so wildly? And he's like, I was trying to tell you to stop, but if you hadn't done that, I would have looked at the road where she was. And by extension, then, I would have stopped. And I probably would have seen your gram. I definitely would have. It looks like a good one. I would have given a like. I would have shared it to my own story. <laughs> Is that how it works? What's TikTok like? We're we're old. What's TikTok we, about? Connor, we if we ever figure out TikTok, God help the yeah. world. It's game people. over. It's, it's if game. I figure out how to do a weird dance over several seconds, it is over for you bitches. Is it like Vine but very long? And uh, oh, man, um, look, <laughs> I, I've t- I've told you about TikTok, haven't I? That I downloaded it, got confused, and then deleted it. But I think if you learned how to use it, I think it would be very good. Like it might be funny. It's oh, very I'm similar sure. to Twitter. A lot of people with Twitter download Twitter at the start and immediately go on and go, "I hate this," and then never go on it for like two years, and then they go back on it and they stay on it. So you're thinking I'm going to be TikTok famous in a couple of years? I'm thinking you could be in a TikTok house with a load of other people. Oh, will you be there? No, I won't. Oh. <laughs> I'll still be like, is it like Vine? Is it Vine? Does anyone remember Bebo? <laughs> Bebo was good. That was a good one. Um, okay, we're going to move on to our next piece of news. And this is a story involving... I'm not going to keep that up. But this is a story <laughs> that has... I could only describe as a Bond villain halfway through. And you'll see why in the headline. Because suspect tries to escape FBI agents using underwater sea scooter in California Lake. Sea scooter, Sean. (laughs) Okay, I'm I'm shocked by that, first of all. But second of all, did he try to escape in a lake? He did, yes. Now, isn't a lake completely surrounded by land? Oh, well, look, um, there, there would be there, there would be a bit of land to the left, to the right, to the front and the back. But there might not be a little land to the bottom right, maybe, something like along those lines. Oh, so if you just keep going down in the lake, you'll eventually yeah. reach the other side of the world. Okay. I okay. think that's how lakes work. I fail geography. I wouldn't rely on me, but I think that's how they work. So, a man wanted for his role in an alleged um, Ponzi scheme was arrested Monday after evading FBI agents. By the way, the Ponzi scheme was $35 million. So, it is possible that this man is a supervillain. Because he he was arrested Monday after evading FBI agents by swimming into California's largest reservoir using an underwater sea scooter. Federal prosecutor said, Matthew Piercy spent about 25 minutes in the lake using a Yamaha submersible device before he eventually resurfaced and was handcuffed. So, when agents went to arrest Piercy, he hopped in his pickup truck. So they turn up to his place of work. He hops in his pickup truck and he leads them on a chase that goes for, for over an hour. And he ends up at the shoreline of the lake north of Reading. Then, Piercy abandons his truck near the edge of Lake Shasta. He pulls something out of the back of the truck and <laughs> swam into the Lake Shasta, right? Right. Now, so they, 
federal prosecutors wrote this, they wrote these in the court documents. Piercy spent some time out of sight, underwater, where law enforcement could only see bubbles rising to the front, or to the top. <laughs> oh no, that's worrying. <laughs> Agents later learned that Piercy had swam out to the centre of the, of the lake, and then using something called a sea scooter, which is a motorised device that pulls users underwater at speeds of about four miles per hour. A Yamaha tutorial video describes the sea scooter as having underwater propulsion that allows users to cruise at depths of 100 feet below the surface. But at four miles an hour. Yes, are you looking it up? I've got Google Images here, I've got a series... Of Yamaha sea scooters. Yes. And I don't know what his particular model it's a, was. Yeah, it's a Yamaha 350LI. Fuck, you got the 350. Hang on. 350, yeah. Which is nice, nice action on the 350 there. Not too Oh, it's a good trigger. one. It's, it, it, yeah, it's, it's slick like. It's very slick. <laughs> okay, I'm on Aquatize. Actually, no, there's a YouTube video. I don't have to go to some weird website. <laughs> Your Google search history must be so weird. Oh, it's destroyed. My like the ads I get suggested are the weirdest things in the world. <laughs> you want a submarine? <laughs> there you go. Now, hang on. There, we're going. I don't want to see an unboxing of it. Okay, hang I want to see an unboxing of it. This looks marginally slower than swimming underwater. <laughs> Is it protected? Like, does it? Can you save some air? No, not at all. Like, imagine, like, what, what's the size of it? You, imagine a Hoover, Connor. Right. You know the body of the Hoover? Yeah. It's that with a big propeller on it. But can then, so that means he brought his own oxygen from home. Or he's just holding his breath. For 25 minutes. He's very talented. Okay. <laughs> like, I think that would be like a good world record to have. Unless he thought ahead and he stashed oxygen under the water. Under the water? <laughs> Would you not be just stashing it beside the submarine thing on the back of the truck? No, because you got to get that buckled onto you and yeah, then you got to, no. you know... Yeah. You'd you know, look like a he, fool. Unless he wears oxygen tanks all the time. All the time, yeah. All the time. <laughs> he just loves oxygen. He's Oh, he he, he can't live without it. He can't live without it. He's every single day yammering on about it. Um, so he, uh, his, his attorney has come out and said that he is innocent, which I think is very funny. But uh, they do say that he is accused of um, get milking investors into giving $35 million to his company companies and then promising guaranteed returns. And then also, this might surprise you, not giving them that return. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. no. The um, just I've just, I've scrolled down on the video and the YouTube comments are amazing. Uh, one of them is a man, uh, a truck, a lake, and a Ponzi scheme brought me here. Uh, <laughs> someone says the FBI warns this not this product is not suitable for escaping capture. <laughs> also, this means he had it ready to go because oh, if he yeah. was trying to get away, he put that on the back of his truck, thinking that's there just in case. Yeah, it's similar to the megaphone in that you wouldn't leave the house unless you planned to use it. But then, if you're going to go through that much planning, why not just go to the sea? That's, yeah, and he, like, it was an an hour-long chase. 
it was? Uh, over an hour, yes. They were trying to get away. He was he was driving in his truck, which means he was driving to that particular area of the lake. Right, and how far? Where, what um, what place in the world did this happen again? Is it near um, the sea? It. He's in the in California Lake, so I don't know where. It, I can give you the name of the lake, and you can find out where it is in regards to the sea if you want. Go for it. Um, it was. I've said it multiple times. Come on, Lake, now. Lake Shasta. Lake Shasta. Shasta. One of the best. One of now, the best. My favourite lake out of all the Shastas. Lake Shasta. Now, to be fair, uh, Lake Shasta is 121.4 square kilometres. So it's a pretty big lake. So y- you can't hide in that for a while, like 25 minutes even. 25 minutes with oxygen, yeah. But ultimately, you're still not going to get away, because you're going to have to come back out on the other side of the lake. This is true, and like the the lake can only end so many places. They're <laughs> going to know where you're going to go. Now, and looking at it, it's quite a long way to the sea. Is, is he Lex Luthor, but just a bit stupider? I think he's like... I know he made... He robbed a lot of money there, but... I think he's like a discount Lex Luthor. Mm. That he thinks he has all these gadgets and things. But in reality, <laughs> he really just has a Hoover. Just has a Hoover that he's he's retrofitted with a desk fan. <laughs> um, yeah, I just I don't know. I just I read that. And I was like, there's planning that goes into that. That's not just something that you just come up with on the fly. No, that's that's not like a desperate attempt to escape. He had that plan that if he needed to escape, he was going to do this. And it really Most hasn't pe- worked out well for him. Some people have a, a passport with their name changed. And like, them with a fake moustache. This guy had a weird thing that was going to put him underwater in a lake for 25 minutes. And look, I I was going to call this man the next Jason Bourne, but I don't yeah. think that's true. Well, he's, he's currently in jail, so that's probably going to work against him, Sean. Jason Bourne was in jail. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you, you've got me. <laughs> Shit. Um, we're going to move on to our next piece of news, and this is a mystery, Sean. There's a okay. bizarre crime wave going around the world, and I want you, or Detective Divelman, to solve this case. Okay, well, Detective Divelman is he's on trial for a bunch of stuff right now, so I'll do A my lot best. of stuff. Um, so... I have Lou Bomber destroying portable potties or portable toilets across US city in bizarre crime wave. What do they have against portable toilets? <laughs> the police men are like, you're giving us a lot of shit this month, kid. Oh, very good. Very um, good. Portable potties in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania are under threat as a baffling series of bombings has caused toilet based destruction across the city. There is currently no suspect, and police have nothing to go on. <laughs> oh, that is a strong investigation right there. So, how, how many toilets are we talking, Connor? How, what's the body count? Um, look, we're, we're going to work our way through it first, okay? Just, okay I don't want okay. to big it up, right? But a bizarre series of explosions in portable toilets is plaguing. The U.S. city of Pittsburgh. I don't think they're like a wash with explosions. I think it's just probably a few, <laughs> a few explosions here and there, which is more explosions than you want. I'll grant you. True. 
True. Um, in the most recent incident, the construction crew arriving for work at 7am on the morning of Tuesday, um, this was last week, found that their toilet had been blown up. The city's crack bomb squad and crime unit say they had determined that an explosive device had been used. Public safety assistant spokesperson Morris Matthews, that sounds like a, a spokesperson name, told reporters when they got on scene they had discovered that the port john had evidence of an explosive device that went off inside the, of the port john So far, nothing to go on. Okay, okay. I've, I'm formulating some theories in my head. Wild uh, accusations even. Wild accusations. All I'm saying mm. is, do you know that man who made the really smelly farts earlier? I'm, well, what's he up to? Do we know that he actually went to the doctor? Did he, or did he go to the portaloo and there's, also... There's, there's a paw print on one of these porta potties and if that comes up, I'm looking straight to him. Straight to him. Because he, it's not, he's not above framing a dog. <laughs> he's not. Ne- um, so, House to House investigations reveal that this latest incident had occurred at around 3.30am in the morning. Okay, so the Night Ninjas are also suspects. Night Ninjas, yeah, they're all also out. A homeowner living opposite the scene told police she'd heard a large, a loud boom that broke a window in her home. Fuck me. That's a big explosion. That is big. That seems like more than you'd need to destroy a porta potty. They're basically destructible if you just kick them hard enough. That's true. They're light as a feather. They're designed to go up and down quickly. Yeah, we got pretty blessed and pretty lucky that no one was injured, Matthew said at the scene. Police had brought in dogs to sniff through the toilet wreckage, which is not a good job. Oh, the poor dogs. They've been through enough. (laughs) The farting guy's like, (laughs) good enough for them. Um, So there have been at least three portable toilet explosions in the city over the past fortnight. This is an epidemic. It's, it's certainly the biggest epidemic we have going on right now. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, police, go on. No, I was just going to say, um, surely the, the solution to this is to stake out most of the portaloos. I mean, the the other option is that like he, nobody's harmed and nobody's been harmed, and they are just exploding porta potties or portaloos. So at this stage, who gives a shit? And also, what a weird vendetta to have. That's true, Connor. Are you saying to let 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 this let this person win? I'm saying you can't monitor all the portaloos at once. Watch me. <laughs> Just running really fast between all the construction sites. Just you give me give me forty eight hours and a webcam. Yeah, yeah. I'll, forty I'll hours. You we don't have YouTube that time. Blog. We don't have that time. Okay, uh, then I guess let them win. <laughs> Then, uh, do whatever you want. Police are as yet unsure whether the explosions are connected. As if they're not connected. Unless there's, like, a weird chemical issue with the portaloos that any time they're shitting them, they explode. It's half three in the morning. Nobody's shitting in them. You've had to take a shit at half three before, surely. Yeah, but not in a construction portaloo. Well, if you were out and about. If you were working on site. Yeah, at 3.30 in the morning. Overtime, man. <laughs> Over lots of overtime. That's part of the investigation. To piece it all together, together, to try and see if everything matches up. It's still too early to tell, said Matthews. Well, Matthews, I'm going to put it out on a limb 
and say there's probably not two people in the fucking world that want to explode portaloos, I would say it's probably the same person. Or copycats. Copycats already. <laughs> they saw they saw one Lou going up and they were like, that looks fucking class. That, Listen yeah, to that. that looks that looks like a good idea. Um exactly a year ago this week. A man was a char- was arrested on two charges of criminal mischief, as well as counts of arson and defiant trespass, after several portable toilets were set ablaze in Pittsburgh. Ooh, exactly not the same MO. a year ago this week. What weird Batman villain are- is this? The red strings are getting stronger, Sean. Not. <laughs> So, so, wait, so you're just replacing the thinner strings with thicker yeah. strings? I started, I started to go a, a thicker a ticker line as the stronger the case gets. <laughs> the more sure I am. <laughs> the more sure I am. By the end, it's just all wool all day. <laughs> I just have a ball of wool stapled to the wall. <laughs> it's there. It was him. <laughs> and... So, have they questioned this arsonist who set fire to the portaloos? Asked about the fire, which caused uh, $6,400 worth of damage. 31-year-old Kevin Bankhead told police, I didn't start it on purpose. Witness Mike Davis, who worked near the row of portable loos, told reporters, That's a shame. I witnessed the ones down there getting used quite frequently. (laughs) They were good men. Good soldiers. He threw up the salute. My God. They were three days from retirement, those portable loose. They took an awful lot of shit over the years, but God damn it. <laughs> I mean, imagine the news poor asks him. He's like, that's a shame. And he's like looking out the window and it's, cr- and it's like raining. I witnessed the ones down there getting used quite frequently. Yeah. It's fucking that, devastating. It's It's this weird thing where they have to give a statement... And currently they have no information on the case. <laughs> Do you think he's got like loads of candles with just a picture of a portaloo? Oh, and, and you know what? That'd be the perfect cover for someone who wants to blow up some portaloos. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Mike Davis. What does Mike Davis ride with? Fucking arsonist. If you really just kind of say it wrong. fucking try for it, yeah, yeah, if you yeah, try, yeah. If you really, you know, like fucking stretch it like a big fucking ball of red string, it's all there, boy. It's all there. It's, uh, we, look, we've all seen it, lads. We've all seen the evidence. <laughs> Wake up, Convict sheep. that man. <laughs> Convict that man. <laughs> Point it up. Convict him. He's like, all I did was just give an interview. Get him into the cell, boys. <laughs> it's death row for you. <laughs> death row. Nothing less. You evil bastard. Um, Sean, who are ca- who's causing these explosions? One. Two. Is it a copycat? It's a year ago this week. A man was charged on two charges of setting fire to portable toilets. Is this something connected to that? Or is it just two separate cases? I genuinely think it's two separate cases. I think an arsonist is an arsonist and an explorer is an explorer. Yeah, that's yeah, that seems about right, Your Honor. I rest my case. That's that's my closing argument. It's <laughs> just like, and I will hear no more of this. <laughs> like the, the jury, like, did he say exploderer? I think he did. Is he? Think he is said he, exploder. Is he a lawyer? <laughs> Why did he just come out with that portable loo? He did it. 
Convict this man. <laughs> Convict this... And he's pointing at himself. <laughs> Convict this man, your honour. It's like, oh, okay, he's not well, it's okay. <laughs> um, Sean, I just think we need to keep an update on this st- story because this could get worse before it gets better. This... There's a somebody going around exploding portable loos. We need to stop this crime. That's why I said Detective Divelman might be the man for the case. That's true. We will tell. We'll send him a telegram uh, at the minute. Um, he's in the woods. He, he's in, he's in the woods, but he has excellent telegram coverage as well. Um, <laughs> it's five G. Five G telegram. Five G. It's 5T, it's 5 telegrams. It's 5T telegrams. He's only allowed 5 telegrams a day. And god damn it, he's used them all up on... He, he's uh, paying for minutes per month, but I only get 5 telegrams a day. He's on a, like a telegram phone sex hotline. <laughs> um, okay, Sean, we're going to move on to our next piece of news. And this is, he escaped Palmetto Police in handcuffs a week later. He was still wearing them when he came back to the police station. Did, did he have a change of heart about escaping? No. Um, a 42-year-old armed robbery suspect who walked out of the Palmetto Police Department in handcuffs last week was captured five days later, still in those very handcuffs. How would you do your daily routines in handcuffs? How would you just walk out of a police station? This is also a good question. Mm. In handcuffs. (laughs) And he had like a a black and white striped jumpsuit as well. (laughs) And I did crimes. He has that on his chest. Um, According to the arrest report, Ronald John Giroux was initially approached by police for questioning regarding an armed robbery when he attempted to run away on November 2nd. Giroux was arrested on an obstruction charge and taken to the Palmetto Police Station, where officers wanted to further question him on the armed robbery. So far, so good. Standard Um, procedure. Police say Giroux gave a fake name while at the station, which I would if my second name was Giroux, which delayed identifying him before he could be taken to the Manatee County Jail. During that delay, they for some reason left him by himself, and Giroux was able to contort his body enough to get his handcuffs, uh, his handcuffed hands to the front of his body. Oh, oh, so he like pulled him over his head or something? I would say leg, Sean. No, no, no. He dislocated <laughs> his neck and just fucking shoved it through the handcuffs. <laughs> he, did, he does it one way, then the other. He's like, nah, fuck it. Let's go the hard way. <laughs> it's way easier the other way, but fuck it. <laughs> He's just there. He's bored, so he's just doing it to entertain himself. <laughs> um, Giroux was able to walk out of the interview room undetected. Where Make they his interrogate way- you. <laughs> interrogate you, yeah. Make his way through the police station lobby and then walk out the front door without anybody stopping him, according to the report. Do you think if he got caught, he'd just try and style it out, being like, oh, had a little accident, and then just oh. keep walking? Oh, you got me, but fair play to you, boy. Fair play to you. Huh? Huh? Wouldn't it be gas if a criminal actually walked out? I'm I'm doing this as a test. I'm actually from the Homeland Security Department. Um, I'm here just to check to see if uh, your security is okay, and it looks to me like it's pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. It would not pretty be good. easy to do this. I'll be on my way. <laughs> Don't worry about me. I'm in handcuffs. I can, I can manage. Don't worry. 
And so then he goes home, presumably? Well, he just walks out the front door and an intensive search was launched using the county sheriff's office K-9 and aviation units, but Giroux could not be found. On Saturday, a Palmetto police officer was checking in um, around an area and spotted Giroux, who tried to run away, but he was captured almost immediately. The officer went to handcuff Giroux when it became clear that Giroux was still in the original handcuffs. It's just like, do I put on a second pair? <laughs> Double security? Maybe I... Should I? Should I? Is that is that weird? It is. Like, it, it, the shock of when he, like, goes to put the handcuffs on, sees there's handcuffs already on him. I genuinely think he would have taken the original ones off and put new ones on just to be sure. Yeah, actually, you would. Just because, like, they're tampered with somehow. So he's done something that these are trick handcuffs and this is a trick so that he can escape. Or he tries to convince the officer that he's already been here before. You've already arrested me. Don't you remember? (laughs) I I mean, you are in handcuffs. I I suppose you could be. You wouldn't be able to get them any other way. No, those are like professional police handcuffs. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, like, you don't just buy them. That's... Have I been here? It's like, your name's actually John. Is it? (laughs) Is it? I I suddenly believe you. You put your arms over your head just now. (laughs) Some said you could have just done it with your legs, but no. You're a man of culture. I like that. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, once taken to jail, police were able to discover Giroux's true identity. He was booked into the county jail on charges of escape, resisting arrest, giving false name to law enforcement, and contempt of court for not answering summons. He remains in custody on bonds totaling more than $55,000. But I mean, was it an escape, or did he just leave? Because nobody actually watched it, like nobody was watching him. Yeah, he definitely, they definitely made it easy for him to just literally walk out the door Mm. and then down the street and then around the corner and then all the way back home. Like, do you think that, imagine being the officer who was meant to watch him. (laughs) Oh, my boss is going to fucking kill me. I am never going to hear the end of this. Because the one person that would stand out in a police station would be the guy walking around in handcuffs unaccompanied. Yeah. Like, and the guy at the desk who, like, sees people in and out. <laughs> Talk to you later, John. Fair play. He doesn't even look up from his magazine. <laughs> yeah, John has had it very easy so far. <laughs> He's just like, he's reading his magazine and the guy like mirrors his voice. Talk to you later, Bill. <laughs> uh, talk to you later, John. Talk to you See you after oh, lunch. So, you, sorry, is this man, a, as well as a contortionist, is he also an expert impressionist? And uh, Yeah, he is. And a magician. Oh my God. Is this Houdini? Did I they kidnap Houdini? Kidnap, I, I mean arrest. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they kidnapped him for doing crimes. <laughs> okay, I, if Houdini did decide to commit crimes in his time, mm. I think oh, there would have been no, no stopping him. Look, they just sent me out a ransom note. That's a that's a plea for court. <laughs> that's, an atten- that's a court attendance letter. <laughs> it's a ransom note. <laughs> Harry, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> what are they not telling us? It's cut out from a magazine. It's printed, clearly printed on an A4 Microsoft it's, Word document. It's Times New Roman. <laughs> Times New Roman, or maybe 
um, murder language. I got them now. <laughs> it's just like, oh, he's going to go blow up some more portaloos, isn't he? Murder language, you say? <laughs> I like I, I like how we're tying everything back into the Portaloo thing, by the way. <laughs> um, okay, so we're finishing off Weird News Wednesdays this week, Sean, with Florida Man, of course. And Florida Man, he normally does some bad shit, or dumb shit. And, well, but what's interesting about Florida Man is that he, he likes to get other people involved in, in his madness. Oh, he does. Yeah. And so Florida man accused of bringing a long boy, eight years old, during multi-day crime spree to, in his own words, toughen him up. Just, you know, like you go, you go for work experience every so often. It'll look good on your CV, kid. Just, now, how, what kind of crime, like, did he bring an eight-year-old to, a, like, a murder? <laughs> to a murder. Stand right there while I do a murder. Just just stay out of the way and hold the light. <laughs> a Florida man was arrested after bringing an eight-year-old boy along on a crime spree as he wanted to toughen him up. Ernest McKnight III told police officers he took the youngster with him so that he could not he would not grow up soft, according to the sheriff's office. Taking a child Taking a child out with you while committing felonies is not the proper way to create a positive influence. I'm quite confident that there is not a child psychologist out there who would agree with this guy's idea of proper activity for a child, said the county sheriff. Can I just argue that there's definitely fucking one that would oh, there's one. be contrary? Yeah, sure, my dad did it with me the whole time. And sure, look how I turned out. I've only look. murdered several people. And here I am, a black market psychologist. <laughs> Uh, the sheriff's department even mocked McKnight on Facebook. Oh, you don't want to be mocked on Facebook. No. By posting a photo collage with his mug- mugshot and a red Hyundai under the title of the 1990 comedy film Ernest Goes to Jail. Oh, oh. that's a good one. Just they fucking got... They rinsed him there, didn't they? I they- think... I think the word roasted gets thrown around too often. But I think with this man, he's been burned to death. I think they're going to have to arrest themselves now because they just <laughs> murdered that man's whole career. <laughs> I feel like I've thrown him in an incinerator. Is that how you're meant to feel? Um, so, deputies say that the first crime took place on the 7th of November when McKnight, 36, allegedly stole a red Hyundai while its owner was doing surveying for construction work. Maybe the owner had a maybe a vendetta against some sort of pooping area. <laughs> the, ah, the pooping area. <laughs> yeah, the pooping area, as I call it. Uh, he was then see- he was then seen on the twelfth of November, allegedly rummaging rummaging through a Chevrolet car before later allegedly stealing a package from a front porch and telling the homeowner it's mine now, yoink, before taking off in the stolen car. <laughs> Fuck, he absolved himself from all wrongdoing there. It's mine now. Yoink. It's a tale as old as time. <laughs> I mean, finders, keepers, losers, weepers. And if you say yoink, you're allowed to steal anything. That I know as a kid, that is what you're taught. That's true, because you're given fair warning. Like, if you can't reclaim your property by the time he finishes saying yoink, you yeah. didn't deserve it. Yeah. And you, you can yoink back. That's fine, but once the yike has taken place, it is his property now. Yeah, now, an also acceptable response is yike times infinity. 
Oh, no. that's a good one. No. Ta- Young Times Affinity plus one always one ahead of you. That was that's my true. go-to. You do always. You always leave yourself open to that. <laughs> Before we had one, by the way, that was Infinity One, Two, Three, Black Magic. Always one ahead of you. Oh, I remember as is, a kid. That is like <laughs> what that is. That is someone got so sick of being plus one the entire time. <laughs> Black Magic always one ahead of you was always the one that I remember being like seven going damn it John you've got me <laughs> good and then you just shake hands and be like well played F- fuck it Kevin you're a bad man but fair play to you <laughs> you get the job done that's all you need um, McKnight was later arrested when he refused to pull over for a traffic stop no <laughs> but was tra- tracked down by a helicopter unit behind a house in the Lake Wales area when asked by detective why the unidentified boy thought to be his son was with him I really hope it was his son was with him he reportedly replied I was trying to tough him up, toughen him up I don't want him to be soft like his mom <laughs> Jesus <laughs> the youngster, who was not named by police, was quickly reunited with other members fa- of his family. McKnight of Lake Wales faces charges charges of burglary of an of, of an occupied dwelling, burglary of an unoccupied dwelling. They're the both dwellings, uh, burglary of an unoccupied conveyance, grand theft motor vehicle, tampering with evidence, petite theft, and three thefts, three counts of contributing to the to the delinquency of a minor. Oh, fuck. So they're like, not only did you fuck things up for yourself, mm. you fucked it up for the kid. <laughs> By the way, I get a lot of shit for be- saying a lot of words wrong and reading. I challenge anyone to read that paragraph again. <laughs> That's tough work. That's true. It would it, it would tend to go awry. <laughs> ah, stop. <laughs> I think you mean a right, Sean. I think, oh, I think that's how it's pronounced. Sorry, um, Connor, I'm kind of a simple person. <laughs> Polk County Sheriff's Office says McKnight's prior criminal history includes charges of possession of a firearm, um, loitering, narcotics, resisting, theft, and driving with a suspended or revoked license. <clears throat> okay. So, Sean, is he father of the year or maybe a runner-up? I mean... He's... He's definitely not... Like, are you not understanding that this was wrong, what this man did? My my dad did the same thing. And, I mean, I don't understand what the issue is. Now, he's in jail now. (laughs) And you've just confessed to some crimes. I've only committed a few of them. Like, minor ones. Like, yikes. A few yikes of purses. A few yikes of jewellery. Jewellery and purses and shoes, maybe, sometimes. Shoes? Whatever. Whatever. Shoes? Just, you know, you go, yoink, and someone's like, what the fuck is he talking about? But then you, like, push them over a little bit, and while they're <laughs> mid-fall, go, yoink again, and take their shoes. And then you have them by the laces, so you're grand. Then, then you have them by the laces, you tie up their laces, they fall over, and they look like a fool. And then, and, and by that point, they've broken their teeth falling onto the ground, so they can't say but, yoink. And I, and I yoink their teeth as well. Just oh, for the ultimate yoink. For the tooth fairy cash, of course. For the tooth fairy cash, that's double po- profit, Sean. Now I'm full of shoes and teeth. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm full of shoes and teeth. <laughs> but someone put that on my tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> he died as he lived. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think Florida man should ever be allowed to procreate? I think is the main question. 
I think this is evidence enough against it. Um, mm. Like clearly, what? Like what did what did his wife do that was so bad? That was like, no, the kid is going to grow up to be soft. I imagine she hugged him and he deemed that wrong. Yeah, no, because Florida man, I always imagine all Florida men have to have a moment in their life where, like, something goes terrible. But they're, like, up until until what age, they're innocent and normal, like the rest of us. And so maybe this kid was eight and he had grown up the first eight years, no trauma. No inkling that he wanted to commit any crimes. But slowly, his father's like, you, he's after getting to eight and he's still not wanting to commit crimes. I don't like it one bit, Susan. That's true. Like, it's like Harry Potter. If you don't get your letter when you turn 11, you don't get to go to Florida Hogwarts. You're a criminal, Harry. I'm so proud. <laughs> um, yeah, so... I think this man probably won't win father of the year. Uh, that little kid is going to grow up to pass it on to his kids. And will is this boy going to be soft anymore? I don't know. I really hope he just turns out to be regular. That this doesn't yeah. leave any impact on him at all. But I've been wrong before. Mm, I agree. Um, we shall keep you updated on this little boy's life. <laughs> <laughs> Until such time as he he regularly shows up in a Florida man story, we'll be doing the story in twenty years. Like, oh, Sean, I've got bad news. <laughs> Do you remember it's the a little kid. kid, and I'll be like, oh, fuck that- no. <laughs> Do you remember that kid in 2020? Connor, how am I meant to remember anything in 2020 other than the obvious? Yeah, but that one story in that one weird news week, you not remember that? No, fuck's sake. Jesus, Jesus, Sean, that. That hit to the head I gave you was the worst thing I ever did. <laughs> Can't believe I killed everyone and yanked all their shoes. <laughs> I know it's twenty thirty now, twenty forty now. <laughs> no, no, please hand me those teeth. <laughs> um, Sean, I think that's it for this week's weird news Wednesdays. What a week of weird news! We've solved many crimes together and possibly created more questions than answers. I've probably, you... I've possibly incriminated myself multiple times. Multiple times, and so the trend will continue next week. Mm. Um, Thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesdays. We will be back on Friday with Hero or Zero, Monday with Movie Mondays, and next Wednesday, as you can imagine, with another episode of Weird News Wednesdays. Big thank you goes out to everyone over on Patreon who supports us. Uh, We really, really do appreciate it. As we said up top, um, get in contact with us with uh, some way of sending a Christmas card to you. And we will be in touch with the winners of the raffle as soon as that's drawn. If you're interested, if you'd like to join uh, those fine people, it's patreon.com slash heroes for hire podcast or there's a link in the description. But a very big thank you goes out to Waffles Williams, Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe Burney, Ray Ging, Roisin Halley, Ryan Evanson, Sean Jamieson, Dominic, Josiah Green and Anna Helmroos. Thank you all so, so much for your continued support. And we really hope you enjoy uh, the content still. And you're uh, all getting a Christmas card. You're all getting a Christmas card, lads. It's watercolour. Uh, that's, that's, that's enough for me. That's all I need in a card. <laughs> He's got low standards, kids. <laughs> Stop telling the kids that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to really just try and... When you have children, I'm just going to look them in the eyes like, your father's got low standards. <laughs> you're going to turn... If he accepts you as a child. <laughs> You're going to turn I'm, my own kids against me. Oh, I think that might be funny. I think it would be. Oh, why did I let him be godfather? 
<laughs> so I think that's about it, Connor. Yeah. Uh, so I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean Mead. And we'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. 